What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we are talking the Jamal Adams trade. He is headed to Seattle. We also have another NBA bubble report, including Tibbs to the Knicks, Lou Will at a strip club eating wings, as well as many other things among Ben Simmons. Abe buys his first sports card. We talk the MLB. We talk Kraken versus the Washington football team. What's a better name? And then we have, of course, Would You Rather Monday Mailbag. So for all those people who are new, make sure you hit follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We are your sports group chat. I am Jack Settlement. Joining me will be my co-host, Abe Granoff. We are having a lot of fun doing this thing. So follow along, listen to the episode. For those returning to the pod, a little update. We do this thing every week where we update them on the amount of listeners we get per episode over a week. We are going for 5,000. That is our goal. This week's we are a little down, but don't be worried because I was on vacation. It wasn't NBA, so we understand the little drop-off. But we hit 29.56 last week's. I believe we were at like 3,056. So just down 100 listeners. No big deal. We'll be back up. So if you are new, make sure you hit that follow and subscribe to get us to that goal of 5,000 listeners. Snapback fam, you at... Let's get Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles. A pass. Oh, by James. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement from Snapback Sports. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I lost my virginity. <laughs> I lost my sports card virginity. You really came in hot there, aren't you? I, uh, so, very impulsively. This actually reminded me a few years back. Um, I think it was two years ago, Sixers opening night. I think Ben Simmons like had a steal on the first possession, like a very just like average play. And I immediately logged into my betting account and placed $50 on him to win the MVP. Um, you know how that story ended. But we were talking during the Sixers scrimmage. Obviously, Ben went shot 50% from three. And I pulled the plug. I bought my first sports card. It is a 2016-2017 Prism optic is that what there you they're go called? there you go there you go i don't uh, think I mean, it's prism but oh it's not it's panini you know panini, panini optic 16 17 panini optic basketball base um the rc i assume means rookie card that's correct i have one problem with the card why does he look so fat <laughs> he does look fat like he, does he was fat. never that size and I, I don't... isn't it a psa 10 oh Please, I only I only do perfect cards. He only does perfect cards. So I also impulsively bought a ton of Ben Simmons cards this weekend because how many did you buy? I probably bought four or yeah, I think I got four. Or so um, I got really excited because as much as I've hated on Ben Simmons and the Sixers and you and all of that, I have you always don't really, you don't really hate on Ben that much. You, exactly. you acknowledge how good he is because I've said like if he adds a jumper. There's only one other player in the league whose game gets unlocked more. That's Giannis. So for him to now have even the threat, which is what we said. And then what are we doing? How'd you get me? I thought we weren't talking Ben until later in the episode. You, hey, you were me the one that. that wanted to talk my card and I bought a Ben Simmons card. Anyways, uh, 
I think even more importantly, like we've seen him in the practices in preseason, et cetera, take and make threes. It's really about doing it in the game. And the fact that he talked to someone and he acknowledged, I have a mental barrier and it seems like they're over it. That's game changing. If we still have to wait, but we'll see. In a he week. did not shoot a three in today's scrimmage in the second scrimmage. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I find myself logging into the website and keep checking to see if it went up. Um, <laughs> But I think as I grow as a card collector into this emerging market, I'll learn to not get so trigger happy in certain things and not be biased. You know what? Maybe I'll buy a Knicks card. You but know what? That's if you bought why, a Ben card, I'll buy a Knicks card. That's why the market's so fun is because it is trigger happy. Bull Bulls cards were going for five bucks in a scrimmage. He has sixteen point seven boards, and they're going for thirty five bucks. That's why it's fun. So. All right, let's start off with the lead topic. That you don't is, want to talk more. You don't want to talk more Sixers. We'll get back to it in a little. Sure, sure, sure. Lead Thanks. topic is Jamal Adams finally traded. He got traded to the Seahawks. The trade was Jamal Adams and a fourth from the Jets for two first-round picks, one this upcoming season, I guess next draft, and then one the year after, and a third-round pick. And they also get McDougal, who started 14 games for the Jets at safety. So obviously, McDougal for Adams, not a clean swap, but. They got a ton of capital for a safety who still has to be paid, who really, like, I loved Jamal Adams. I don't love how he went about this, his attitude, like, even the post stuff with Le'Veon, all all was weird to me. What'd you think? The Jets finally won a trade? My my initial thought was, why didn't Adam Schefter credit you and I in his initial tweet? Because if we go back to when Jamal Adams initially requested a trade— we can play back the audio right here. We called he was going to the Seahawks. I'm actually seeing people call it, which is pretty clever, given the time that we're in. Um, Jamal Adams going to the Seahawks rebursed the Legion of Zoom. <laughs> that is that, good. That's what they're that calling it. But you know what? I like the trade on both parts, honestly. I think when I first saw Jamal Adams get traded, the Eagles' name was floated in there. The Ravens' name was floated in there. I thought a first and some change would get it done. I think the Jets got great value in two first-round picks, but an interesting nugget that I thought of. Given that there might not be college football next year, what? how much does that value the draft? Because you got to think that a lot of people might stay. I mean, I'm not going to say the draft is going to be great as a whole because the first-rounders are first-rounders, but you never know. And it's it's also the Jets, so you have to play that into the case. Like, like they can draft good players, but you drafted a, a franchise player in Jamal Adams, but that's half the game. The other half is keeping him there, and you failed to do that, and you're the Jets as a whole, so I don't know. They got a great deal. They got two first. They got a third, and Jamal Adams is thrilled about it, but the thing is, from a Seahawks standpoint, I think I like the move because you have Russell Wilson. You're going all in, but did you pay a little too much for safety? Maybe. I mean, he's he's great in the run stop. He can, he can play in the pass game, but I don't know. It's it's a lot to trade for safety, and like you said, that needs to be paid. Um, I thought about it like this. Back to Philadelphia sports. We got Darius Slay for a steal. A third and a fifth. You look for what Jalen Ramsey went for. You look for what Jamal Adams went for. If you look back on that Darius Slay trade, I think we got a hell of a deal given what the market is looking like. But you had to give Darius Slay top corner money, which is like, that's why you get that for that. But I agree. Like, how did the Seahawks have to give up two first and then make Jamal Adams the highest 
you know, paid safety. He didn't, it, it wasn't, he hasn't gotten signed yet. Right? No, no, but they're going, like, you don't give up that capital. No, 100%. I don't love it for the Seahawks. I get that you're in a win now, and the Seahawks don't really use their first picks uh, anyways, which is fine. That's their strategy. But you have to pay Jamal Adams, so now you don't pay Clowney. So all you really did was trade Clowney and two firsts for Jamal Adams in the grand scheme of things. I saw Russ campaigning on Instagram or Twitter that they they bring back Clowney. Now. Sure, they could get him for a year. They could potentially they could get him. The for market a hasn't been there for Clowney. Right. They could they could get him for a year. I love it for the Jets. I think Jamal Adams, like you said, how often are the Jets truly going to nail a top two player at their position in the draft? Not often. No franchise will. Jamal Adams is a very high caliber player. But Jamal Adams is on a team that's not win now. And to lock up a safety for five years at a very high price when you're like going to be a lower tier team doesn't make a ton of sense. When you could develop Darnold for another year, you could get more offensive line pieces. Now, this kind of does crush the fact that they had a great defense. We'll see how good McDougal is. It was it's a fine trade. I just don't think like the Seahawks were a game away from the NFC championship. You know what direction I have them going in. I don't think this salvages anything. I think it just is throwing a band-aid on a situation. The Seahawks need multiple quality pieces. They can't just keep replacing stars with stars and then letting the rest of the fifty three man roster dissipate. Yeah, I mean Russ last year was literally carrying that team on his right. back. Like even when his it was, I forget what the stat was, like um, I think 23% of the time when teams give up 23 or more points or 24 or more points, they lose. And Russ had them at one point in the season at like seven and one. Right. So obviously the defensive end was something that the defensive side is something they needed to address. And they did for the jets. Um, the only way to find out if it's a good trade, we'll see what they do with those picks. My bet since I'm now in the sports card market. So I'm a little bit more of a better, um, they'll fuck it up somehow. <laughs> They're the Jets. Abe's not a big fan of the Jets. I'm not, the Jets. No, I'm not a Jets hater. I'm just a realist. They're the Jets. I mean, nah, look at what Joe Douglas has done, though, since he's become GM. He's made very good he moves. He hasn't fired Adam Gase. Well, that is the one problem. That's more of an ownership thing. But he's made really good strategic moves. He's patented the line for a young quarterback. He let Robbie Anderson walk, which was probably for what he got paid. Now, replacing him with Rashad Perryman, I don't know how I feel about that. But to get that value out of Jamal Adams, well done by the Jets. I'll give them their credit for today, and then I'll let Gay screw it up tomorrow. The final thing on the Adams trade was Le'Veon and him going back and forth. So apparently Le'Veon and Adams, for those listening, had a in-person meeting. I hope they were wearing masks, obviously, uh, about Jamal's future in New York. And Jamal essentially promised Le'Veon that he was going to be there to stay, and he was a big part in recruiting Le'Veon to the team. Yeah, I was going to say I miss I didn't I misinterpreted that. I thought I, when I saw Le'Veon's like cryptic tweet or whatever, I thought it was just like the conversation they had took place before Le'Veon signed, and that he was no getting, no they talked recently, and so so he was trying to make it seem like he was staying and he was going to you know figure it out, be happy in New York, and now he's gone, and Le'Veon was kind of tweeting like. You know, his fool, you're a fool, not at him, but it's Twitter, so subtweeting him. Jamal well, said, you know, I'm Mark. Jamal should have clapped back saying, You're a running back. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal clapped back and said, Noted, I'll see you week 14. And Le'Veon quoted him and said, Nah, bro, like it's all cool, like nothing towards you. It just makes me more motivated. Um, best of luck, all that. And then Adams wrote something even weirder back. Like that's where I, I'm really losing respect for Jamal Adams from like, just seems like a baby he is super excited to be in seattle obviously the situation in new york was not 
what he was looking for, which I can understand the Jets, you know, can be an interesting organization, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Jamal Adams. I would have loved, I would have loved for Jamal Adams to, to stay in the AFC. But when I found out about the trade, I raised the glass up and I said, he's not on the Cowboys. I can celebrate because <laughs> I go. thought, I really thought if he was going to go somewhere, it was going to be Dallas. Yeah. I think and it was good by Dallas lost, to not give that they up. They lost Byron Jones in the, in the free agency. Their secondary is an issue. Like Dallas is a, is a team that has the talent to go to a Super Bowl and make a run. But like I always say, they're the Cowboys, so they'll fuck it up somehow. And I'm just glad they didn't land Jamal Adams. Fair enough. All right, on to the NBA bubble report. We are starting outside the bubble. We are starting in a strip club. No, we're starting outside of even that bubble. And we're starting with the New York Knicks have their new head coach, Tommy Thibodeau. Welcome to New York City, the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. Five-year deal. So we're going to pop the question in here. This is for Monday Mailbag. We're throwing it in here. Jackson Tyler says, do you think Coach Tibbs will be the the Knicks coach for that entire five-year deal? Well, based off the fact that they've had 14 coaches in the past 22 years, chances would say probably They're due. They are due. They definitely do. Um, But let's talk about the hire real quick. Coach Tibbs, known for being old-school, defense-oriented, Runs his guys out there 40 minutes a game. Him and Jimmy Butler probably were best friends, like absolute best friends. Everyone else in the league apparently hates him. Knicks are a young team. I'll let you start, then I'll give you my thoughts. Um... I mean, I tweeted out right when it happened, R.J. Barrett at the moment, and it's it's a, it's a person with their hands on their knees gasping for air because that's what Tibbs is known for. Um, you got to think that the Knicks have young players. I won't use the word, the T word. They have young players. Um, young talent is the T word. But um, so you got to think they can handle it, right? They can handle this style of play. Will it deter them? Or will it hurt them later in their career? Because they've got a lot of miles in the in the in the tank. Who knows? Um, but I texted you, right? Like you said, yuck. When I texted you right away, or you said yucky or something, mm-hmm. but my view of it is what, what direction do the Knicks have to go only than up? Like, how can it get worse than what it is right now? And I don't think it can. The only thing it could do is stay the same. And they're bringing in Tibbs to try and get this thing going in the right direction. They're bringing in Leon. They're bringing in worldwide West. Um, I think your best case scenario is that worldwide West is your interim head coach in about a year and a half. <laughs> so my thoughts in response to you, what direction we could have gone down. Jason Kim would so. have been a really bad hire and just the absolute wrong direction because the Knicks do this thing where they bring in people who have ties and relationships to other people thinking that's going to bring a star. So everyone's like, if you get kid, he coached Giannis. Okay. So thankfully we avoided that disaster because Jason Kidd is a miserable coach with the DUI on his record. And but I'm at happy- the same time, at the same time, if the news came out that the Knicks hired Jason Kidd, how fast would you have posted on your Snapchat Giannis in a Knicks jersey? Or like, mean, a, or like a or like a crop photo. I of was them very talking. out on kid because I don't believe right, that's what's would, eventually you would bringing have spun Giannis. You would Giannis have is spun coming it. regardless. He needs to be in a big oh, market. Okay. That's unrelated. <laughs> the middle ground was Tibbs because there's a lot of people who like him. A lot of people who don't, and he gives the Knicks structure. Probably, I don't love the old school mindset, especially for a team that doesn't shoot any three pointers. We really need that influx of talent or that mindset of okay, let's shoot threes and make them. The win would have been Kenny Atkinson 
because you could have developed young players. He did it because across Because he has town. a track record of doing it, so. Exactly. So we didn't win. We didn't lose. It's a it's a middle ground. Leon Rose probably got his guy. And I love what Leon's been doing so far. The people he's brought in, the moves they're making. Trier move was a little weird, but they had the clear space so they could really let the young players go. So now the question is, is Tibbs really going to play people 40 minutes a game in a yes. new NBA, right, where you go 30? If he does, please, for the love of God, Make it the young kids. Like Taj Gibson cannot be running out there. Right. That's the thing. If RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, well, Mitchell Robinson, and whoever we draft this year play 40 minutes a game, I'm fine with that. We win eight games. I'm fine with that. Let them develop and get better playing a ton of NBA minutes. If I see Taj Gibson logging 30 plus minutes, Bobby Portis logging 30 plus minutes, and the Knicks roster is going to look completely Bobby's different because they're all on different team and, and player options. But I just can't see Julius Randle out there 40 minutes a game spinning into triple team. So Frank, on the other hand, Fra- like that's the thing. We've been begging for the young guys to get I love, minutes. I love throwing kerosene on, the, on this. We've on been this begging for, you. for them to get minutes. So hopefully he just gives the young guys minutes understands you got a five-year deal so you will get one year to grow your guys in new york you don't get two years he can't win 20 games in back-to-back years but one year if you develop the draft pick you develop rj and mitch and you bring in some nice free agency pieces that's a success so i think the best i think the best case scenario if, if i were a knicks fan this is how i would have thought of it i want to bring in someone that when you get a notification on your phone that the knicks hired so and so Everyone and their mother looks at their phone and says, who the hell is that? That's because, who you wanted? Because, no, that's who I would want. Why? Because that way nobody can critique the move because nobody knows anything about them. If they're, cause like, ah, but they say do you the got, same thing say you that got happened some with random, the Giants. Say you got some random assistant coach from the Miami Heat. Right. You'd be on the air right now saying he came from the Spolster tree, yada, yada, yada. As a Knicks fan, you can spin that the right way. Whereas there are... There, the book is out on Tibbs in some capacity so that people can critique it in a way. But if you get a no-name, no one can really critique it. And as a Knicks Listen, fan, you can spin Knicks that the fans right way. Have heard, Knicks fans have heard it all from the media. No one is breaking our spirits besides the team itself and the GM and the owner and all that good stuff. So I'm not as worried about that. I, I do know we are headed as the bubble ends eventually for free agency. And like... It's actually the media who frames it, say, like, the media is the ones who really make Knicks fans look dumber than they are. Yes, we mm-hmm. joke about getting all these players. The, the Listen, the KD Kyrie thing was not a joke. That one was serious. But now, every single time a player hits free agency, it's them in a jersey swap. That Bleacher Report and ESPN post, right? Let's go. They you reposted. Are, you, you, huh? repost, you repost. Yeah, of course, because they're amazing. Let's go but, through the names that we've heard since Corona happened. Anthony Davis. Right. Damian Lillard. Right. Devin Booker. Devin Booker. (laughs) Any Knicks fan will tell you those are not realistic options. Zach Levine is now Zach Levine's the newest one. Right. That's what I'm saying. I meant to text you about that. What would you think about Zach Levine in the Mecca? So a lot of my Knicks friends said that's a horrible fit for RJ. I said, look, I don't care if he doesn't play that much defense. I don't care if he takes a lot of shots. He shoots 38% from three, averaging 25 a game, almost an all-star. He would be the best player in the garden and can take scoring load. Like, that's what the Knicks need. They need to be able to put the ball in the basket. So, yeah. That helps. If, that helps winning games. Right. And they can't do that. So, if you can take that off of RJ's shoulders, Mitch's shoulders, and let them focus on what they do best, I like it. And I like, can see it. I can already see it now. 
I'm going to play your perfect scenario. The Knicks get LaMelo ball. Mm. Tom Thibodeau plays everybody 38 minutes, but right. only plays LaMelo like 29. And then there's a, a argument in the media between LeVar and, and Tibbs. And then there's a big thing about it. And like if you roll out LaVar Le- demands a trade for LaMelo. If you roll out LaMelo, Zach Levine, RJ Barrett, Julius Randall, Mitchell Robinson. Wait, where's Anthony Davis? And, On the bench? Yeah, Six coming man. off the bench. Sixth man of the year. If you roll out those five... I mean, you're, you're <laughs> probably looking at somewhere near the playoffs. Um, okay. So that's the progress you want to see. So that's why I would take. Like Zach I said, Levine. the only way is up. Exactly. The only way is up. Mm. I mean, the Hawks are worse than us. Trey Young sucks. All right. NBA bubble report continues. Also outside the bubble, they'll excuse. I believe it was excused somehow. Lou Will picking up chicken wings from a strip club. Not really the headline we expected today, but it's the headline we got. So and needed. Do you buy it or no? Do I buy that he went there solely for food? Yes. I believe that he got food there. Okay. But I definitely think he saw some titties too. Like <laughs> it's a strip club. You don't just go to pick up lunch. Though I've heard from There's reports. Johnny Manziel, not the most credible, but he's out there. I've seen a Yelp review. We got to get there because apparently the wings and the food there are fantastic. Jalen Rose tweeted something Jaylen about Rose. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently Magic City has the magic wings. Um, but, dude, now he has to spend 10 days in that confined hotel room. Yeah, he's out for like – I think they're saying the he's going to miss the first two games of the scrimmage. That, that, that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, obviously, but – Zion was fine, and Lou Will's not. It's just like the NBA investigates what they do. Like I'm sure Zion wasn't with a bunch of people. Yeah, like, like Jack Harlow posted yeah, who, this thing. I don't even know who that dude is. That's the guy. Some that sings, guy uh, right? He sings "What's Poppin'," brand new whip just hopped in. Okay. You know that one. Uh-huh. Um, he sings that, and somebody somebody tried to play it off. I think Jack Harlow tried like being Lou Will's boy and saying like, no, that picture's from a while ago while Lou Will is wearing the NBA mask that they were given down in Disney. So, I mean, this is just one of those good stories, but something to think about. Let me read you off a few names. Pat Beverly, not in the bubble. Montrez Harrell, not in the bubble. Landry Shamit, not in the bubble. Lou Will. Where's Shamit? He's on his way. Okay. But there was something. Not in the bubble. Listen. No, their backcourt is not in the bubble. <laughs> like these it's just guys, not. These guys have not played together for this amount of months, and teams are rebuilding that chemistry. The Clippers aren't getting that time, and for your finals pick, and no, no, champion. totally. I so that definitely means the Lakers should walk to the finals. There's no doubt. Well, like well, the Clippers yeah. are just. It's like they they have no chance anymore. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. Okay. Uh, all right. Speaking last... of which, speaking of which, let's just talk a little Lakers real quick. Okay. LeBron is making a statement with this gray in his beard, right? Sure. No, come on. LeBron report? LeBron report? Oh, another oh, report. LeBron is ready for the restart. As a 6'9 basketball player yeah, dunks the ball on an open cut to the hoop. Like, can we – another Bron thing I want to talk about. Why is everyone freaking out over Bryce's impression? It, it didn't sound anything like LeBron. No, I, one of I them was pretty it. good. The one I posted was actually pretty good. Is it good. the if one you... where he was like – Six two fifteen, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't it like pretty... sound like him though. It was nah, just, like, funny. it was pretty good, and it was a funny clip. It was a funny clip. Plus, like Abe, you know the deal. Like Bronny's the star. Uh, what's her name? Z- Savannah. Z- no, Zuri. 
Zuri. Zuri's like has her own cooking show on YouTube with a million subscribers. So Bryce needs to get a little love. Exactly. Bryce might be the hidden star we don't know about. That's what I'm saying. He's got a wet jumper. He actually was the one who let's get him on the show. Um, I would be so down. You would probably have the time of your freaking life. I mean, we wouldn't need you here. <laughs> All right. Uh, the here. last thing on my list for NBA Bubble Report was Ben Simmons, but I feel like we gave him enough chatter at the beginning of the pod. And our, I'm so hyped because on Thursday we are doing our full preview of the bubble, even though I feel like we preview it every day. But we're going to have plenty of talk about Ben going into that because I know you're going to pick the Sixers. So I'm going to – So come on. So you can say you get – Two sentences on Ben Simmons add-on, if you need them, this episode. I need two words. Finals MVP. (laughs) You know what? I bought enough Ben Simmons cards I can get on. Let's let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. I want to go back to that. What X, like how much is his card going to multiply if he were to be finals MVP? If he wins a finals MVP, the card that you bought, I I couldn't quite predict it. But let's just say in general – I Talk would say to me. Talk his things to me. could it could three or four x because if it does do that, I'm gonna be faced with the dilemma: Do I get this quick cash right now, or right. when he wins five more, or should I just hold on to it? Right, right, exactly. So, I mean, for comparison, is this is a long term hold? I think this is a long PSA ten bases are worth five hundred, and Luca, who obviously has zero playoff wins, his are going for like. 1500 so you put like a finals mvp that's a prism though that's a prism one though yeah yeah but i'm saying like you know all these cards probably duplicate at a similar panini prism is lebron james panini optic is uh so in terms of superstars in the nba they're like uh the optic products probably like nah 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 well it depends are you going like one two three or you're going like tiers of the nba it's lebron nba select would be the next level so you got like other lower tier all-stars swag card and then optic would probably be the third i don't know though i'll look into it It depends on your card specifically we'll do some research we'll get you updated i gotta get off this website man (laughs) it's addicting all right, um, two more things before we take a little break. The MLB is back. The Orioles are 2-1. and one. I mean, we're going to the freaking World Series. Verlander just announced out for the season with an elbow injury. Some are saying it's karma. I'm not saying that, but he is out for the season for the Astros. Any quick thoughts on... Yeah, everyone get out of my DMs. I know that Anthony Rendon isn't on the Nationals anymore. My bad. Like Okay, so let's alert the uh, MLB listeners on another thing Abe said to me this weekend. John Carlos Stanton stinks and then proceeds to hit two home runs in the first two games of the season. Yeah, Anything else you would like to touch on in the baseball world? Uh, he's finding his groove. The Phillies <laughs> absolutely stink. Um, Bryce oh, and is three or you get a one win? And two, one, one and two. two. Bryce um, looks good, though. Nope, he doesn't. He hit a he, homer. Yeah, that was his first hit, or that was his that was his second hit of the series, and the other one was a bunt down the line, which was a beautiful, which was a beautiful bunt. Nice. But um, the Astros are two and one. That's making a lot of people mad. Yeah, which but is now Verlander's out for the season, so I feel like they're satisfied with that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's interesting. Who knows? You know what? I'm telling you, man. Who knows? Like, I'm saying from an Orioles perspective, who knows? Like. I'm not gonna sit here and set. Nah, yeah, I, I looked up. Don't don't do that to me because I looked up their division, uh, whatever the odds to win the division, and they've already moved. And I was like, 
I'm not an idiot. We're not winning the division because we won three games. And then I looked at the schedule and then we play the Marlins in the next three. And I was like, we'll probably be like five and two. And uh, the twins are back to hitting dingers. Yeah, they are. They are. The twins are back to hitting dingers. Um, How perfect was it that game one of the opening season for the MLB just like didn't finish rain delay like but that is we're just, back that is, now we're back in full we're action back. we got, full we got two sunday night baseball did it not feel night? like did it not feel like a normal weekend in sports oh between that it i got the glorious. pll nope i actually got the uh evening news oh i, guess, I forgot I to tell you finish. the aces bro aces I'm, we're out brutal loss today no I'm still we're out supporting. it's not our year i'm still supporting no, I'm, a, I'm a wings fan this year okay all right i'm a wings fan uh all right last thing Last thing is we're bringing some NHL into this, and we're not unmuting Eagleson's mic, so don't even ask for it, fam. The Seattle Kraken is the new team, new NHL hockey team in Seattle. I guess Correct. that's kind of a Yeah, double. no, the Seattle hockey team plays in Seattle. Right, exactly. Um, so they announced their new name. They're the Kraken, which I believe are sea animals. Yeah, Eagleson, I think right it's like a, a sea predator or something. Right. It's getting and then, shit on and on Twitter. I like it. You have you have the Washington football team for the 2020 season. Which team are you going with? Which name do you like better? Uh, the Washington football team is the most <laughs> electric name in sports, in my opinion. Eagleson said, are we going to Wow, that's actually heads? really funny. That's yeah, really people funny. want them to name the stadium the Crack Den. Uh, there's some great names going around for it. The Crackhead. I'm down to be a Crackhead. Two things crack on the watch. I like the Seattle Kraken. Two things on the Washington football team. Number one uh cleveland browns yeah we had this discussion this weekend right right. so like everyone relax and number two every professional soccer team ever outside of the united states fc barcelona barcelona football club real madrid fc football club de real madrid like everyone is named that it's also temporary Right, it is but they're, did you see the uniforms? They they're look fire. Nice. They they're look fire. Like vintage throwback. My question is: Okay, so there's not many expectations out for the Redskins this year. Say they exceed expectations. Dwayne Haskins looks good. They finish seven and nine. You got to keep the name, right? You got to roll with it. <sighs> if you have it, if you exceed expectations this year and you change your name, well, I guess that would be the most Redskins thing. Bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that would be the most Washington football team thing to do. Speaking of which, they should just be the Annapolis, Maryland football and team. And you want to know a rate. fun thing, Abe? That you got to keep that. You'll like this because now you're you're a card non-version. Dwayne Haskins card rookie whore. cards are going to be the last rookie card or card that says Redskins on it. Everything else is going to say something else. So if Haskins becomes good... That will make it even more valuable because they'll have the name change, which is interesting and fun. Yeah, but if to think you own that card, you are a racist. <laughs> All right, um, let's take a quick break, and then we will talk. Would you rather, as well as some Monday mailbag? All right, fam, we are back, and we are doing Would You Rather, as we do on every Monday Mailbag. If you have a Would You Rather, text it in with the word podcast and 917-905-9069. That's also how we field our Monday Mailbag questions through a little text group. This question of Would You Rather comes from Chase Schweigert. Dope name, Chase yeah. Schweigert. Would you rather – oh, I got to change around the formation of this question. It was a great question, though. If you could read minds – would you rather only be able to see or hear? I don't know how you would 
whatever. Only be able to see or hear good or bad thoughts. What do you think? Let's just start off by saying I don't want to be able to read minds because you know what goes on up here. <laughs> and no, I you consider... don't want other people to read your mind. No, 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 no. Because I know what goes on up here, and I don't think I'm one of the the. I'm. I think I'm more normal than the majority of people, which, which is, is scary. Right? Exactly. Right. So I just want to say, but I don't want to be able to read minds. I had a question. I wish Chase was here to answer. Like, can I? Like, if I'm reading your mind right now, do I automatically know or can I choose to turn on the switch where I can see what you're thinking? You That's know what interesting. I mean? I like, I don't, want, you... I don't want to be in a crowded area. Well, I wouldn't be because of Corona. <laughs> and just like a million things are coming No, no, my head. no. This is like, I think you this look is in, more... lock in on someone and like pull your Yeah, it's like you you're talking to someone and you want to know what they're actually thinking or you're in a negotiation so, or you're... So I would like to see the good in people. Because that's just like what you do when you meet new people. You don't want to judge them. You want to stay good in them. But at the same time, if I could see the bad thoughts in them, I think I could stop a lot of crime. Maybe be the superhero that I always wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe Spider-Man, something like that. Um, But I like to see the good in people because I think that's what you have to do in life. So I would say I'd like to see the good thoughts. But bad thoughts would – is bad like dangerous? Is that like – dirty like there's a lot of, you know there's definitely a lot because of, a dirty I, thought might be a good thought you know what i mean that's a fair point that's a very fair point uh i'm gonna go with good as well looking at the bad thought that might just make me sad like knowing all the bad shit that's running through someone's head because i mean you well, see it you see it all over the world right now exactly and think about how much of the uh, social media definitely helps us get that stuff off our chest but think about all that stuff that's going on uh, like you said, being able to help someone out would be great, but I'm going to stick to the good. I'm going to back up this question with a question for you. If you could read any athlete's mind, is there anyone off the top of your, off the top of your head that you would go with? I mean, LeBron, but, um, <laughs> I, I think that's a no brainer. He's the smartest basketball player ever alive. Um, Josh Gordon, you know? I, I want to know, like, you're so damn good and you just keep messing up. Like, I just need to know. You okay. know what I mean? That, that was just one off the top of my I'm head. Thinking... Another one. Another one. Um, Lamar Odom circa 2014. Oof. Yeah. Tough um, times. So you're really – this is interesting because you wanted to read the good thoughts, but you went to really negative people. I, I don't think Lamar's negative. He was just on crack. <laughs> he was Seattle cracking before. Yeah, he's a crack house. He's, crack. he's a cracking fan. You just I would know it yet. I would love to see someone like Lamar or one of those top tier athletes who make it look so easy. Like when he's running by someone, is he thinking like, "All right, I got a juke," or it just comes so naturally that he like skates by them? I think that would be cool. To Maybe see. a punt returner, any punt returner, because it's just like fuck, 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 fuck. right, right, just like looking up and down. Um, huh. All right. Oh, All right. James Dolan. He's not an athlete, Abe. That doesn't count He's for my question. Stop trying to bring the Knicks into this. All right, on to Monday Mailbag with two questions. Number one, or we only have one question then. We already did one. Yeah, we already did one. Here's our second. This is from Sav. Sav is our YouTube editor, actually. He sent in this question, which was pretty fun. It's a two-part question. There you go. Which first-round matchup that is possible would be the most competitive, and which first-round matchup would you be most interested in storyline, specific player playing on primetime player 
to player matchup. I love this question. This question gets me pumped. I'm sure we'll talk about this on Thursday. What do you think? Um, first round matchup that I could think could be the most competitive and fun. Maybe not competitive because any of these could go one way or another. But I love the idea. I'm, I'm looking at the standing as they stand right now. So assuming everything stands pat, I'm going to go Denver versus Houston. Because you look at these lineups that they're rolling out, I don't think Bull Bull is going to have that much of a playoff impact play these minutes. He's not going to be starting. But they're just two totally polar opposite teams that play two different styles of play. I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, In terms of another one that I'm interested, well, this one isn't technically. I mean, the Sixers and Pacers are tied. But I love the idea of Jimmy playing his old team in the first round. I think that would be great, especially because the Sixers underperformed this year. The whole thing with Ben at power forward. I think it would be very cool playing Jimmy in the first round. That's a fun one. And, All I, right, so, and I like our chances. So is that that's the answer to the both questions? Well, what was how did you phrase it? The most competitive, right? And then the interesting one because I you don't think the I, Sixers... I think I think the Sixers and the Heat could be competitive, and by that I think we finish them in five. Um... <laughs> right. All right. So that's the answer to the question. I'll give you mine that. The most competitive matchup from the first round, I agree. I think it'll be that 4-5 matchup. I, I think it'll be wherever the Sixers land, honestly. Like, if we play Boston in the first round, that If you play Boston, that has the best chance of going 7. If you fall into the seven. 5 and you play the Heat, that is the best chance of going 7. Seven. I, I disagree. I mean, I don't disagree. I agree. The same thing in the West, the 4-5 matchup. Although, you know, if the Rockets do stick at 6 and the Nuggets are at 3, that would be the matchup. I thought you said they were four or five. Jazz Thunder would no. be competitive, but like no one I'm really. I probably wouldn't turn that series. Exactly. On TV. In terms of most interesting, I'm gonna throw. I'll throw. I I'm, I've got one in mind too. All right, the one I'm gonna throw out there is I want to see what Luca can do against yep. a team that's yep. significantly better. Like how how good is this guy? I know how good he is. He's next level. But like, if you put LeBron James in his prime on that Mavs team. Potentially, he's taking multiple games off of the Clippers and can carry them. Does Luca have that potential? I guess that would be like I the mean, best you're taking, opportunity. You're taking that. LeBron in his prime versus a 21 year old. Sure, Luka. that's what I mean. Cavs LeBron when he's getting started, right? He carried went, went that to the finals exactly. He carried that horrible Cavs team, which wasn't that horrible. And you throw a player like Porzingis, who's an all-star on his team, against the best team in the Western Conference, in my opinion, that one would be. I think Luca can steal. I think Luca can steal a game on his own. Like I'm talking okay, a forty-point right. triple-double where he gets right. one. Maybe they win another where it's just not the Clippers' night. Their right. shots aren't falling, and people are like they're not that deep. But you go to a shorter bench, Rich Car- Rick Carlisle, really good coach, and like. Let's not really sleep on Porzingis, you know? Like, oh, if there's yeah. anyone that could give the Clippers problems, it probably is, like, a, a player yeah, like he, Porzingis. If Luka catches heat, if a Seth Curry catches heat, right. if, a, if, a, if a Porzingis catches heat, Tim Hardaway, I think Luka can win a game on his own, and then the Mavs can get lucky and fall into another win, and it could go six. Yeah. It's, another, there's no way it's not going back and forth and going I'm also eight. just interested in, like, all the young guys when they get into that right, first-round matchup. Let's, let's save this a little bit for Thursday. Okay. Know? And the last one I'll throw out there, Thunder Jazz, because of all the shit that went down with the Jazz, all the stuff with the good stuff with the Thunder, and it seems like both those teams could be dogging that series to get swept by the Lakers. Like The Lakers, are, they're probably walking to the conference finals, whereas the Clippers are going to have a much tougher road if they have to go through uh, Luka and Porzingis and then one of those other teams, Rockets, Nuggets. The West just isn't that good. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I mean, LeBron was saying that the East isn't good. Now the West isn't good. I don't well, know. yeah, I'm just digging myself a hole. Never mind. <laughs> All right. That wraps up Monday Mailbag. Thank you guys for sending in your questions. Abe, we got a gift from our producer and editor and mastermind Canadian friend, Andrew Eagleson. He shipped us some maple syrup. I'm not home yet, but Abe has it in front of him. Hopefully, we'll be making a social clip of this so you guys can see it visually. Obviously, right now, you're just listening to it. So, look on our socials so I got for that. Home, I got home from the beach this weekend to a to a package with, uh, I don't know why I have a straw. I'm not drinking this, but I have a straw. Um, <laughs> to a package where it had a bunch of foreign language in it, a bunch of weird letters that they, they type in Canada. And Eagleson, off air, has been raving about this maple syrup. Like, whoa, maple syrup, whatever, Eagleson. Um, so I'm here to determine, is it any better than your Aunt Jemima? I don't even know if you can say that anymore. You can't huh? say that anymore. Can't say it's that. your It's your uh, syrup football your, team. Your, yeah, syrup football team. <laughs> um, so let's give it a try. But a Granoff family secret, not really a secret, but just like something that we do. I grew up heating my syrup up every single time. I would always throw it in the microwave. This, I'm cracking the bottle open. I'm going to dip a finger. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in raw. Um, yeah, so so let's just give Eagles. I don't a have little... waffle sticks or pancakes. Right, I was gonna in. say like, who does it taste as with just their finger in syrup? That's a little psychotic to me. You're putting the straw in there. No, I'm not. So um, fun fact: while you get that open, it's open. during during pledging <laughs> during pledging at school, I had to do a punishment once where I drank an entire bottle of syrup in front of the fraternity. I threw up for like an hour after it, and it was the worst thing I have ever done in my entire life. You have the syrup like sticking to your stomach, intestines, and gut. Should we do? Should we do a? Should we do a pledging episode and just out both of our fraternities <laughs> and just get everyone? Because I have a few. I have a few syrup stories. Yeah, too, we could but... twenty twenty everyone. All right, All right let's do it. Go. Put it on I'm camera. Pour- there we go. I'm pouring in a lid. All right, Eve is now. Okay, so this is Canadian maple syrup. I would expect it what? to be more thick. Oh, I they got really. The they got. I think they that's got clever with the name. They, it's a very clever name. It's um called Maple Syrup. I believe that's who named the Washington football team. Maple Syrup. Okay, um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Take the shot. <laughs> Thoughts? So, you know what it tastes like? Maybe I haven't had maple syrup. Is there a difference between syrup? Eagle syrup? Absolutely. Come, on, come on in. Are we letting him in? Come on in. Come on in. Oh, this is going to be a nightmare editing this. Come on in. What's up, All cutie? Right, here we um, go. Is there a difference between syrup and maple syrup? I, I think there is. Yeah, what I do you think mean you is. think? You sent right. me like... You just called him in here. He doesn't even know the answer. And he's tanked so up I, his leaf So I, I don't think I've ever had maple syrup. Let me, let me get another taste in here. It's interesting. It's very interesting, Jack. You know what it tastes like? Have you ever had at the ocean, at the boardwalk or whatever, Johnson's popcorn? Of course. The caramel popcorn? That's what it tastes like. What? Yeah, it really does. Um, I think I just got diabetes already because there's 53 grams of sugar in a quarter cup of this. Um, <laughs> it's all right. You know, it's it's different. Uh, I'm going to have to try it on waffles and pancakes yeah. out of a 10. Initial taste. Raw. I'll give it a 7. Okay. Eagleson, what, what should he try it on? You got to try it on pancakes, for sure. Pancakes. Well, it okay. just depends on your, your breakfast of choice. No, um, no, I mean, certain things, you got to try on certain things. So he says pancakes. So get okay, some, that's a lot tell, of syrup. Get some blueberries tell, on there, too. 
That's the way to go. With syrup, though? Yeah, like, when I, I, I mean, buy blueberry pancake, I'm not having syrup. Oh, a lot now. That's not, like, a nor- that's not a, um, outlandish thing to do is putting syrup on maple, um, blueberry pancakes, but... I mean, it's always chocolate chip pancakes. <laughs> like, if you're gonna eat, like, we're not eat doing pancakes. Why are you oh putting yeah, it's, it's, it's real. It's real healthy with the fruit in it. All right, but uh, all right, Eagles. And I'm gonna have to try. You know what? Thursday's episode. I'm gonna do another review. I'm gonna get some waffles. All right. We just we'll have pancakes. Pancakes. I like waffles. Well, I have waffles in the freezer, so I'm not going out of my way for this Canadian <sighs> shit. <laughs> what if Eagleson just drugs me? Uh, that would be epic. Just stay on camera, though, so I can use that as a social clip and get a lot of Imagine me. I start tripping balls and I'm just on camera when you guys aren't here after this. Um, cool cover. I'll give it to that. Pure 100% maple syrup. Try and read the French part of the label. Syrup durable. Turn it to me. Turn the back. I took French for a bunch of years. Uh, all right. Do it up a little. Dude, what's in the go. center of the camera? Yeah, it, but it says English and French. Right, Val, that's nutri, nutritive. Oh, you're looking at the nutrition facts. Por, por, valor nutritive. Eh, Jack, all right, you took French. What is cup in French? Coupe. Nope. No? Tasse. T-A-S-S-E. Tasse. Oh, okay, okay. What right. is sodium? Oh, I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know that. It's sodium. Same word. Okay. Um, do like yeah. Okay. There's nothing else you'd really know on here. Amount, <laughs> you know, amount, amount, volume. You don't know any French. <laughs> Bonjour, je m'appelle Jean Paul. Comment t'appelles-tu, Andrew? Oh. What'd you just say? <laughs> right, just that's say? French. Yeah. What'd I mean, I kind of answered it for him. I answered it for him. What'd you I... just say? How are you? Said, I'm doing good. Hello, my name is Jack. What is your name? All right, Jack, say I like basketball. J'aime uh, basket. Okay, now say... J'aime jouer de basket. I like to play basketball. Um. Okay, now do Do you want to go to the movies with me? Ooh. Uh, Eagleson, I need you to right, fact check, Eagleson. Yeah. Vous avez? Is that right? What's vous avez? How are you? Wait, are you fluent in French? I'm pretty good. He's Canadian. They all, all are. All right. Thursday's What the Puck is coming to you in French. <laughs> you hear that? You yes, got to write I'll out your it. entire script in French. I'll do he it. He doesn't need to write it out. If he can speak French, he doesn't have to write it out. Well, just speak. True. But I don't think he's nice like that. <laughs> I'll do all right, Snapback fam. Honest to God. Right. Next week. All right. Now go away. Go away. All right. Let's okay. do it. Snapback fam. <laughs> next week, or not next week, this Thursday, NBA bubble predictions. Uh, we're giving out the awards. We're talking Ben Simmons. We're talking with a Nick sneak in to the nine spot. We're talking everything. So make sure you hit subscribe and follow so you tune in for that. Uh, let us know. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. Let us know what Abe got wrong, which I'm sure was something else. And let us know. I didn't get anything wrong. I mean, you said Rendon last week, so I'm sure there's something in there that was fun this Dude, week. Dude, you got grilled too in my DMs. What did I get grilled for? You went along with it. true that is true i had no clue all right fam we will talk to you on thursday much love peace i got my eyes on you you're everything that i see i won't show high love and emotion endlessly i can't get
Hold 